0: Thanks for listening to Hanging With The
1: Sardis Podcast Good Mama and Dada It's the best day over. It's the best day over. It's the best day oh, oh, oh. It's the
2: best day over. It's best day
1: Thank you, Ariela. Feliz Noche Buena, familia. Merry Christmas to you. Happy Christmas Eve. Yes. All the above. My name is your boy Edgar.
0: This is Janet. Hola, familia.
1: We want to wish you an amazing Christmas. A happy birthday to Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And on this episode, we're actually going to share one of our favorite episodes of the year. And Christmas is about giving a gift. And I think there's no greater gift that you can give yourself and others than a restored marriage. Mm. After being through so many difficult moments, being able to save your marriage and your family to keep them united is absolutely the most beautiful gift. And Heather, our therapist, was able to do that this year.
0: Find out how it all happened. It's amazing.
1: After being separated for so long from her husband, living across the country, somehow, which you will hear coming up next, they decided to get back together. Oh.
0: Oh my gosh i love this episode, and it was an
1: awesome surprise for janet because she didn't know the news
0: <laughs> so good
1: and we just want to encourage you familiar because we are going to be taking some time off to be with the family and disconnect to catch up on our episodes
0: just want to thank you for being part of our familia now
1: we're so grateful for you you've been the greatest gift this year for us being our therapist being our support group Los queremos mucho. Also, coming up next, besides one of our favorite episodes of the year with Heather the Therapist, we are going to announce the winner (laughs) of our Christmas $100 gift card. You
0: are the winner.
1: Coming up next. All right, so... We had a contest going on, and right now we're going to call the winner of the $100 Christmas gift card, and the winner is Joanna. So hopefully she answers, up and we're going to call her right now. She's chosen at random. All you had to do was listen to our podcast, repost on your Instagram stories, and leave a review on our Apple podcast platform. is that easy. Ojalá y conteste. Hello? Hi, mm-hmm. is
0: this Joanna? yes hi it's janet and edgar los Otelos. oh hi hi joanna oh, congratulations yeah. you have been randomly picked as our winner for the hundred dollars yeah. oh my god awesome <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you guys thank you for being so loving and for your comments and uh we just want to thank you for being part of our familia oh man that's awesome news (laughs) (laughs) no but
2: more importantly you guys thank you for everything you guys have done i'm so excited that you guys did your podcast i've been listening to edgar oh i know my show boy from dallas (laughs) from years ago you guys have been awesome
1: thank you joanna tell us a little bit more about yourself so you're from dallas (laughs) we connected when i had my radio show there tell us a little bit more about you
2: i'm sorry for the background noise it's my four-year-old son
0: just heads
2: up
1: <laughs> no worries no. we get it we have our girls and <laughs> don't be <you> know, sorry <laughs> that's why we record this podcast when they're napping <laughs> so they're almost up Hurry. <laughs> she said i don't know what a nap is anymore <laughs> i know he's passed
2: now, the naps. i moved to dallas about 10 years ago and having no family or friends out here it was like you have to start over you know your network your friends no family out here either so i would commute to fd dallas I'm Irving. So that's Irving the first. So it's like 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. And I would listen to you and Ana Cruz every morning, and I would just be like, oh, this, this is my how you say? like my comfort, you know, like familia. Una conexión. So, like, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so and cool. Lighten everything up. And, you know, a lot of uh, cool messages that you guys would have, inspiring stories. Just siempre echarle ganas so excited again for your podcast i just think
1: that's awesome well thank you joanna felicidades feliz Navidad to you and your beautiful familia we're proud of you and thank you for being such a blessing in our life this year by supporting us
2: now of course again listen to you guys every time 5 a.m when that app is uploaded or the new episode on wednesday I'm listening.
0: <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Y no somos eh, extraños, somos familia, eh? Yes. En serio, like DM us anytime, whenever.
1: <laughs> sí, correcto. You guys are awesome.
0: I know you guys get a lot of messages. For you guys to be responsive, I'm like, oh, wow. No, Thanks we, we take, take it serious. <laughs> well, we
1: appreciate you uh, tremendously, so, and everybody that DMs us and whatnot, so...
0: Yeah, DM me where you want me to send the um, gift card, please.
1: Yes, your address. Oh. Don't say it on the. Okay. Yeah, don't say
0: it. Just DM don't me. do say it. it on the podcast
1: right now. <laughs> Unless you want people to come over for tamales <laughs> for Christmas, then we're down. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Felicidades, joanna Te queremos mucho. Have
0: a merry Christmas with your family. Take care. Thank you, you
1: too. We'll be in touch. Okay, te cuidas.
0: Bye. gracias.
2: Right. Take Goodbye. care. Bye. Bye.
1: Ah, oh, that was awesome. Feliz Navidad, familia. And we'll leave you with one of our favorite episodes of Hanging with Los Sotelos this year. Thank you so much for all your love and support. Get ready to hear this episode and, and take advantage to catch up on many more episodes. I want to thank God for giving us the opportunity to hang out with you once yes. again. My name is Boy Edgar, and this is my wonderful wife, Janet. Hola have you ever seen a movie that starts with the ending and then the rest of the movie, it basically tries to explain how we all got there. Yes. That's what today's episode is going to be like. Oh man. First of all, I want to thank Heather, the therapist who's been on many of our episodes already. She's a good friend of ours for being so vulnerable, raw and allowing us to speak about this very personal life changing announcement that she made to me in private a few days ago. Second, What you're about to hear from her confirms that God works in mysterious ways and that he will use the good and especially the bad in your past and work it all together for the greater good in your life. Mm. We're on this journey of learning and growing with you listening right now. And just because we're on this side of your speakers or headphones, however you're listening to us, doesn't make us any necessarily better than you are holier than that we we're, no. we're we're in this together and that's what i love about the community that has been built through this podcast is how vulnerable how open we can be and how we're encouraging each other through this process heather welcome to our podcast
3: yes hi hi edgar and janet hi
1: let me start by saying this heather and i were talking on the phone and we were supposed to catch up about what this episode was supposed to be about the topic, right? which we're going to end up doing later on. And before we got into it, she said, Edgar, I have something I have to confess to you. And I said, OK, are you OK? First and foremost, right. she said, yes, I'm, I'm good. And then she went on to say, do you remember the episode when we were talking about can you fall back in love after falling out of love? It's actually episode eight.
0: Okay.
1: I said, yeah, I remember that. Heather was on it. Right. Giving advice. (laughs) And she said, well, I was listening to it again. And something struck me that you said on that episode, Edgar. I said, okay. In regards to you splitting up with your significant other, do you feel peace if you were to tell your kids and look at them in their eyes that you tried everything possible to try to save your marriage and the family? OK. And Heather said, I heard that and it struck me that I didn't have peace, that I had tried everything in my power to try to save my marriage. And Edgar, I just want to tell you that I am now back with my ex-husband, <gasps> who we separated three years ago from.
0: Wow. Heather.
1: <laughs> this is Janet hearing this for the first time.
0: That's awesome.
1: Heather. The so irony of
0: it. Huh? That's where we're at
1: <laughs> right now. You are back with your ex-husband. But before we get to the present where we are today, how did your relationship start with your husband? How did you guys meet? And how did we get to where we are today, where you are now back with him And your kids are now back with him. And you guys are a renewed family.
3: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorite stories to tell, actually, because we had been a story of success and overcoming hardships for a very long time. We actually started dating in 11th grade of high school. And, you know, it was a child relationship. We broke up. And went on to date separate people and both had children with someone else. So we both, you know, had, we had daughters and then I had a dream about him. And again, I really think that this was God also, but all of a sudden I had a dream about somebody I hadn't thought about for almost seven years. And I messaged him on Facebook. We both happened to be single at the time and had two children, and we went on one date, and almost the rest was history. After that, we were in love, we were, you know, continuously seeing each other, and then we eventually got married, and at the time we got married, our kids were two and four, so we had two little girls, aged two and four, got married, moved in together, and then we had a third child, so we had three girls at the time, and um, that that child from our marriage is actually six now, um, and then a lot of, you know, a lot of things happened. In life, what I realized is when life throws obstacles your way, you have a choice whether it's going to bring you closer to the person that you are with or married to or further away. And unfortunately, in our case, it, it did bring us further away. Every time we had another stressor, we'd be more irritable towards each other. We were actually, you know, our home was like a battlefield instead of a place to renew and to be able to. Um, you know, mend each other's wounds from what happened outside. Fortunately, we did end up splitting almost three years ago. And you know, I, I learned a lot about myself in that time period. I think it was a necessary step for me to learn about myself. I don't think that the breakup was necessary, but I became a different person. I became accountable for, you know, the things that I bring to the table. You know, I finally looked up after the last time I spoke to you guys on the podcast Wow. and you asked that question saying can you look your children in the eyes and tell them that you you tried your best and that is why you're not in your relationship anymore so did you and- did you uh,
0: reach back to your ex-husband after you heard that and it like stuck it got stuck yeah. on you like i need to do something about this or what did you do
3: yeah so we recorded it on a sunday and i called him on a monday just for whatever reason everything became crystal clear in my mind that i had so much more to give to that relationship and I also knew how difficult marriages were right when I got into my marriage I didn't know how difficult it would be in in this decision to you know renew my marriage I knew that it would be an uphill battle and there would be challenges but I decided that I you know I couldn't go another moment regretting that I didn't give it my all
1: Heather before you tell us more about what that phone call was like (laughs) And for those of you that are listening, can you imagine getting a call from your ex-wife or your ex-partner who you have children with and who you love very dearly three years later after you separated to tell you, hey, I don't feel peace about us giving it everything we could to try to save our marriage. Are you open to giving it another shot? Before you get to that, what would you say are some of the specific things as much as you want to share of course Mm -hmm. are the reasons why you guys ultimately separated and again i want to thank you for opening up about this because you are a licensed marriage therapist marriage and family therapist and all i want to say is that it's so amazing that you're willing to open up about this because if i ever speak to a therapist I appreciate that they've been through some things in life. Right. And they've Mm -hmm. been through their own challenges and their own struggles because I believe that will allow them to empathize and understand more of where I'm coming from rather than somebody that has this quote unquote perfect life, which doesn't exist. Correct. So what would you say are some of those things that ended up pulling you guys apart?
3: Well, I think, you know, I think the interesting part is it could have been anything. The smaller details, I almost can't even remember. Mm. What happened was we built up a resentment towards each other, right? Where every single day you come home and you pick on something, the criticism increases The defensiveness increases, the emotional um, isolation and, you know, not speaking to someone just continues to increase until it becomes unbearable. So I think I can't point to one specific thing. I can point to the fact that both of us didn't have the skill to communicate effectively, and we allowed small issues to snowball downhill and, you know, at the risk of sounding like Will and Jada, I think there was also mm-hmm. a space where you get married young, you have to learn yourself. Mm-hmm. And we both had a lot of growth to do. And, you know, I can speak for myself specifically. I didn't know who I was. I, um, you know, I got married at 23. Super young. You, There's a lot of life to learn between now and then. And I think Unfortunately, like I said, the the growth that I needed to go through pulled us apart, but it allowed us also to, you know, renew our marriage in that same vein.
1: Heather, he actually ended up moving cross country. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. After after you guys separated. Did that help or hurt your situation in the separation, the fact that he was across the country?
3: That was, for me, the final straw. I know that sounds interesting, but he ended up taking a job. And the job moved him to Alaska for a year oh, and then Pennsylvania for a year.
1: Pennsylvania so, for a year. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah. When, when you don't have a strong foundation for a relationship, um, a long distance relationship is just not going to work at all. So that was pretty much the beginning of the end when he took a job and moved away. And I think that's something that he feels badly about also that, you know, he puts a lot of weight into, well, if I wouldn't have moved away maybe this wouldn't have ended up this way. But I just, I, I like to look on the bright side of things and think, you know, whatever he had to go through to become the man he is today is, if that was moving across the country, then that's what needed to happen.
1: So Heather, you mm-hmm. have lived in Southern California and LA for, for many years. This is where you grew up, et cetera. And this mm-hmm. is where you were married with him. And he moved to Pennsylvania ultimately. And right now, as we're speaking with you mm-hmm. on... September 27th, when maybe a little, almost two months ago, we had this topic about falling back in love. Is it possible? You're currently living where with your kids?
3: I moved to Pennsylvania so that I could live with my kids. And my kids moved, picked up and moved to Pennsylvania. And I, I will say that I felt like that was the final message that I needed to send to say that I'm serious <laughs> about the relationship and nothing else can get in the way no distance no job I actually had to leave my job in order to move in um, and you know work on our relationship and build it from the foundation up again so I walked away from my job picked up and moved and now we live across the country
0: that's amazing Heather <laughs> oh my gosh what an amazing example you are giving a lot of women because we go and we live by emotions. And you could have just been like, no, screw him. You know, he's the one that left. <laughs> but you packed your bags, your family. Well, let me
1: just clarify. She did initially say that.
3: <laughs> well. I did. I did for three years. For three years I did.
0: But that's amazing that you're there. I'm like shocked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's a, and and that's where God's going to bless you because uh, your walls went down, you know. And I'm so excited to agree. see what's about to happen. And. This is so exciting. I, I'm so excited <laughs> for you and so happy. And the example that you're being for your daughter is just to like, you know, fight for love and fight for what you believe in and in a foundation and God and, you know, taking you guys there. So and wow.
1: unity, right? And
0: yeah. And family unity, which is the most important of all. But um, wow. What I want to ask you, what would you have done different to maybe help him not move or you guys kind of keep your
3: relationship, you know, together three years ago? You know, what has helped me in the three years is I went to therapy mm. individually. And so now we're going to therapy together to start to build a foundation. But I, I think I needed to go to therapy and I think he needed to deal with the issues he was bringing to the table or quote unquote baggage on his own as well. Um, so we, we were set up for failure because we weren't whole individual people on our own. Preach. And we, for the other person to fill that void and it's just not possible for someone else to fill a void you have to love yourself first
1: i I wrote this is so crazy you you said this heather because literally in my notes i wrote being whole on your own and not expecting someone else to fill your hole Mm -hmm. and your void is so necessary for you to have a successful relationship you know because if we continue believing and we grow up thinking that right Uh, They are my other half, we say. They complete me. And I'm not dissing those sayings. I I get it. I understand where they come from. But really, you're not looking for anybody to complete you. God made you perfectly the way you were meant to be. You are a complete work of art. You're beautifully, uniquely, and wonderfully made, it says in the word. So therefore, you are whole. Yes, there are things that happen to us that put holes in our life and who we are. But we got to solve that with God and through our faith and prayer and therapy and the right people around us to to fill those and, and become whole again and heal. But we can't expect our spouse to completely heal us. No. They can help us in that journey, but they aren't necessarily the solution.
0: Ultimately, you're not going to be happy if you're not complete by yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: coming up next, Heather, I want to get to the point where You're hearing our podcast and you hear me ask, do you feel peace about the fact that you can look your children in their eyes and feel peace that you tried everything to save your marriage? And obviously you felt convicted at that time that you hadn't. Take me through that phone conversation with your ex-husband and also the conversation you had to have with your daughters about what just happened. Let me know coming up next. So, Heather, you hear the podcast or you feel that conviction. Take me to that moment where you know that you didn't feel peace about the fact that you gave it your all or that you could look your children in their eyes when they grow up and say, I tried everything to keep mommy and daddy together and our marriage together. What walls went down? What happened? How did you feel that conviction in that moment? And then take us. Who do you talk to first? Your ex-husband? who you hadn't been with for the last three years, or do you talk to your children first?
3: During the recording of the podcast was treating it as if I was talking about somebody else, the same way as I would, if I was in a therapy room, I would, you know, talk to the person that has the the question or the concern. So I wasn't talking to myself and I didn't feel like you guys were talking to me. I felt like we were making a show for someone else. Exactly. And Once I got off the call, I started crying and I didn't know what the emotional trigger was. Um, So, you know, a couple hours went past and I was starting to realize that the one thing that was stuck in my head was that question. Do you have peace? Can you walk away knowing you gave it your all? And that that question just kept ringing in my head. And I realized put two and two together. That's why I was crying, because I didn't have the level of awareness to know that I was still harboring a whole lot of regret and regret when you have someone who's passed away become something you can't resolve but if you have regret and the person still alive it's right. something that you can really really make sure that's good that's deep <laughs> And that's what I was going through. You know, I've I've shared I've lost a couple of people in my life. And in that moment, the reason why I was crying is because I couldn't imagine not trying to save my marriage. And then my husband passing away for some tragic reason and living with that feeling of regret for the rest of my life.
0: Wow, Heather, that is so raw. I'm like in tears because just picturing you after. You're giving, you know, a message and sharing, like, your professional, you know, point of view. And and you're like, whoa, I was preaching to myself kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: Why does it make you emotional, babe?
0: Because uh, we just lost a family member and I feel like we have no regrets, you know. But then, like, I can't picture myself as a woman, as a mother, as a wife, you know, like, just being stuck in my emotions and my ego and, you know, being selfish and... No regrets. Like, I'm so proud of you for doing what you did. So tell us more.
1: <laughs> I think it's so easy to continue on on your path. Right. And just keep going. Without looking but
0: at the dark side that you don't want to bring upon, you know, just mm-hmm. it's like, oh, let me just not talk about it. So it I
1: remember reading hurt. a book in my master's program, Heather, at this is a Pacific University. Uh, I was studying leadership at the time. And the book is called The Dark Side of Leadership. And it talks about how there's so many books talking about all the great things you need to be a great leader, right? But nobody talks about the dark side of leadership. And what it really intends to say is that are you open and are you willing to look at the areas of yourself and who you are and your life that you're ashamed of or that you're afraid to look at yourself, the dark side of yourself? Just because we don't look at it, it makes us feel like we're good. But it doesn't make it go away. Right. Mm -hmm. And it just talks about how you can shine and you should shine a light to it and resolve that. And if it's a weakness of your own, learn how to manage it and allow in this situation, allow God to help you through it so that it no longer becomes a thing that's swept under a rug and that keeps tripping you up in your life. Yeah. Because just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. But because you don't want to see it, it's going to continue tripping you up. So I just want to thank you, Heather, for being so open about the courage it took to be able to say to yourself and admit, I didn't do everything. Mm -hmm. So who was your first phone call or conversation? Was it your ex-husband or your kids?
3: Out of the two, I definitely called him first. Um, And I wasn't sure in the moment when I had decided I was going to try again in this relationship. I almost didn't wanna tell my kids because I didn't want them to get their hopes up and they get let down again. Um, so when the idea first came to me, I talked to him first. I had to make sure that he was even open to it because we both had been in <laughs> relationships since that breakup.
1: It's like, hey, what's up? Uh, this is Heather, your ex. Are you single or what?
3: <laughs> <laughs> or what? Straight to or, the point. Or what? Was it a text, you up? <laughs> And luckily his, his response was basically, I've been waiting for this call for three years. Oh,
0: Heather. Yeah.
3: Oh, I'm going to cry more.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I've been
1: waiting for this call.
0: Oh my
3: gosh. For
1: three years. Mm-hmm. Wow. How did that make you feel Heather at that time? When he said that, I,
3: that he'd been waiting know, for you. I think going back to the word courage, I was afraid to make that call, you know, to put my ego to the side, mm. to admit that I had put a lot of blame on him, but in order for this to work, I need to take responsibility for the things I could have done better. Um, so I had a lot of like worry leading up to making that call and just to hear that just open, yeah. vulnerable and no ego involved for him to be able to say that um, was just so, it was a relief. Confirmation, and it, huh? Yeah, and it made the decision seem even more necessary and real and the right decision to make.
1: That reminds me of uh, something Gandhi said, right? is like, be the change you want to see in the world. Mm -hmm. But you can apply that to your relationship, individual relationship. And what you said, Heather, of you decided to hold yourself accountable for maybe it's so easy to blame anybody else and be the victim in any situation because that's the easy way out. And it's like poor little me and not that the other person didn't have any wrongdoing, but it's just a lot easier just to blame everything on the other person. But now you're stepping up and you're like, you know what? I'm going to choose to be the change I wish my significant other would be. I'm going to act the way I want them to act with me.
0: Like lead by example. Exactly.
1: I'm going to be accountable. And I'm going to call and and apologize and do whatever I need to do to communicate how I really feel and let my ego down. It's not about me winning and them losing or me being better than them. If we're going to make this work, we're a team. And if I lose, they lose.
0: Yeah. And Mm -hmm. he was open to it, which is key. What she said, it was he was open to it. So it made it easier. And it was like meant to be.
1: I mean, to hear I've been waiting for three years. Wow, Dang, Heather. (laughs) look she's "She, she, i see her on zoom and she's all red and like (laughs) blushy. she's like yeah he was waiting for me
3: (laughs) so how did you tell your your kids your girls i'm so yeah so we had a couple more conversations after that you know we had to address the logistics yeah do we have the skill to do this what are we going to need to do to make sure we succeed this time like getting into couples therapy Mm. and then Obviously, the distance was something we had to figure out. So once we made a decision, I also had to decide how to tell the kids. And what I realized was we had a perfect moment to model that relationships are not easy. So I told them the truth, right? I told them that we had been separated and we couldn't figure out how to treat each other right. And with this much time and distance, we both realized we loved each other. And we realized that a family is really important for them as well. So we were going to try again, and it wasn't going to be perfect. And, you know, there's going to be times where we need to do better as parents or as mommy and daddy or as husband and wife. And we're all going to work together to make sure that we acknowledge what we need to do, apologize when we need to apologize, and keep working on this family that we all love. So, you know, it it dawned on me that they could learn from this situation, not to just assume everything's perfect, but marriages are difficult and then see the progress that somebody's willing to make and the vulnerability they're willing to show.
1: What were your daughter's responses to hearing that (laughs) if they were okay with this, you guys were going to be a family again and dad was going to be back in the picture?
3: So my six-year-old said, well, I just want to be wherever daddy is. You, mommy and daddy, I just want to be with you guys. Um, And, you know, she she was born into a marriage. So that was something that was taken from her and she was struggling a lot with. And then I have a 10-year-old who is not biologically my husband, but, you know, they met when she was two. So she calls him daddy and I talked to her about it. She said, oh, I remember when we used to be a family and how happy I was.
0: Oh. And it
3: was just so ecstatic to be back to her family and to her other sister who was not living with us at the time. So, yeah, she was just over the moon happy and they've been happy ever since. <laughs> and how do you like your new state?
1: Pennsylvania.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a swing state. So it is very interesting here as, you know, elections being right. a little bit over a month away and I'm in a swing state. So it's it's very exciting. And there's actual seasons here. So we're yes. going through all the trees are beautiful, which is something I never saw in California. But I do miss L.A. for sure.
1: Uh, just to clarify, for those of you that don't know what a swing state is, it doesn't mean that there's like a lot of swingers
3: <laughs>
1: in that state and things get a lot more interesting in this marriage. It's swing state, politically <laughs> speaking, meaning it could either go Democrat or Republican. And obviously we have some very important elections coming up and we do encourage you to register to vote and speak up Uh, votolatino.org is an organization that we work closely with and you can register super easily there heather tell us about that first moment before we wrap up when you and your daughters are physically back together and hugging your husband and as a united family again after three years
3: Yeah, it was one of those Facebook moments for sure. If somebody would have been secretly recording it, our video would be on Facebook somewhere because when we we took an airplane and when we got off the plane, everybody is like running full speed at each other. It's just a group of people, two on one side, three on the other, just running full speed, not sure who to hug first. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was magical, to say the least. It will be something I will remember forever. And um, I'm just so happy that, like I said, I had the courage to make such a scary, yeah. life-changing decision and to be able to sit here and feel so, so sure that it was the right decision. We it was are, really amazing.
0: We are so honored <laughs> <laughs> that you have become our head therapist, but that also the, you know, God is in this relationship and your family, because it happened so fast. I mean, we were talking two months ago and you're already across across mm-hmm. the country living with your happy family and you're working at it. And oh, yeah. oh I'm so excited for you.
1: Babe, do you see why I didn't want to tell you the news yet? (laughs) And I wanted you to learn this with all of us. By the way, I didn't know all the details to the story either. I just knew that they got back together. And I told Heather on the phone call, don't tell me anymore. I want to learn this, the rest (laughs) of it with everybody else.
0: I mean, that's when, you know, it's God. It moved so fast. They made it work because it's like God's hand is over them.
1: And most Mm -hmm. importantly, Heather, let me ask you this. (sighs) Do you finally feel peace that your girls will know that you are doing everything you can to make your marriage and your family work?
3: Yes, absolutely. I think my favorite thing is that I'm, I am showing that I'm not perfect and I'm showing that I can make mistakes and that I can own up to them and I can make decisions and then I can make new ones and I can continuously try to be the best person I can be live for God, for my family, for my children, and continue to prove that that's not an easy road, but it's still the road that's the best to choose.
1: It's not an easy road, right? Yeah. Because it's so much easier to live in a victim mentality sometimes, you know, and people understand, right? People around you, I bet many times Heather would say, well, he chose to go to Alaska. He chose to go to Pennsylvania. (laughs) obviously, he's selfish and blah, blah, blah. And you have these people speaking in your ear that at times, because they want to make you feel good, mm-hmm. only grow your ego instead of really see, hey, can I really try to work things out here? And, and I want to make something clear for those of you that are listening that are going through a challenging moment in your marriage or in any type of relationship, whether it be a friendship, a family relationship, that for whatever reason you split, on is let's differentiate and heather i know that in episode eight you differentiated between those relationships that are worth working at and salvaging meaning that you know it's not necessarily an abusive relationship we're not asking you to not give up on that man or that woman that physically abuses you or verbally abuses you like we just want to clear that and heather obviously you're the professional in this area if you can clarify that as well because i want to make it very clear that i don't want this message to go out to somebody that is being in any way, shape, or form abused right now that says, oh, I need to stick it out.
3: Totally. You know, again, it's always a, a warning that I, I like to mention whenever I'm talking about something is there are situations that fall outside right. of normal conflict. And that includes abuse, manipulation, um, being in a situation where you're watching them abuse or manipulate someone else like your children. And you never, ever want to stay in a relationship just for the sake of staying, like, let's say you're staying in a marriage because you don't want to get divorced when it is an abusive, violent, toxic relationship. That is something that for the safety of you, your family and your children, it's always best for you to remove yourself.
1: Thank you for saying it so eloquently, way better than I tried. (laughs) I just definitely wanted to make that point.
3: Yeah. I wanted to go back though, that when you were mentioning how we have people in our life that give us advice. And oftentimes they are on your side, sometimes blindly on your side saying, yeah, they did this, they did that. Um, And I wanted to thank you, Edgar and Janet, because I feel like you both were a role model for me to see that your relationship is something that you value, that you put God first and that you're not, you know, quiet about things that have been difficult but have continuously tried to put each other first and put God first and value your marriage. And I think that, you know, that was something that I was blessed to witness and be a part of. So I would suggest if you're going to listen to somebody, listen to somebody that's doing it right, working out what you want to do. Right. So I, I just wanted to say thank you both for being vulnerable and opening up this podcast for people to hear how your marriage has gone, the ups and the downs And then just to instill hope in people is something that I valued and I got so much out of. And I'm sure other people have as well.
1: Thank you, Heather. We're just tearing up over here. (laughs) What are you feeling, babe? I have like no words. (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) Thank you. We never thought the impact, you know, even if it's one person, this meaning you, you know, that um, Mm -hmm. has affected positively. That brings so much joy to us because we've almost been married 10 years and and we decided just to vent with you guys, you know, just to bring our life stories. But it's beautiful to see that. And thank you for sharing that with us. And you don't need to say thank you to us. It's just (laughs) glory to
3: God.
1: Yeah, all the glory be to God. And we're just grateful that God can use you, Heather, that can use us. And it just shows you God can use anything and anybody in any situation No matter how bad it may look right now, God's promise is that he will use all things in your life for good. Not that all things are good in your life, but ultimately, Mm -hmm. if you open yourself up and you drop your ego and you hold yourself accountable and you have hope in your faith, that God will prosper you. And and thank you, Heather, for sharing that, because ultimately what our goal is with this podcast, with Janet and I and and you being a, a big part of it as well, Heather, is... We just wanted a place where people that are listening know that it's okay to just be human and it's not Instagram and things don't need to be perfect for you to get Mm -hmm. as many likes as you can. That life isn't perfect and we're not perfect and those that are listening right now do not get it twisted. Jen and I are not in any way, shape or form perfect perfect or (laughs) want to be put on any type of pedestal or role model because... We will fail you. That is a guarantee. (laughs) Some way, shape, or form because we're human. But obviously that's not our intention. We want to build a community where we're doing this together. And Mm -hmm. we cannot just go through it, but we can grow through it. And the only way we can grow through it is if we're honest like Heather was with herself. If you're honest with yourself and hold yourself accountable about the things you truly can be doing better. And Heather, if you could say that one part that you said earlier about regrets and having somebody pass away, but your husband, who was your ex-husband up until two months ago, he's still alive. If you can say that again, and, and, and I just hope that people really grasp that in whatever issue they may be having with somebody else in their life right now that they feel is worth fighting for.
3: Yeah. So I was sharing that I have personally lost a lot of important people in my life. And I know the feeling of regret. And when someone has already passed away and you have regret, you cannot make amends anymore. So to have regret with how I dealt with my marriage and my husband still be alive, that challenged me to go back and fix that situation because he's still here. And there are people that that are no longer here that I wish... I could have made amends with or I could, you know, speak to and and say one last thing. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't want to let one more day pass by without taking the responsibility to repairing that relationship.
1: Thank you for sharing that. Also, you're showing your your girls that your daughters of Mm -hmm. what true unconditional love is and humility and growth. And this is to be fearless. Thank you, Heather, for being so vulnerable with us today. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank Um, you. What a blessing. God does work in mysterious ways. And before we wrap up, I want to make this clear. Just because you want to have peace with that person, and it doesn't have to be your wife or your husband. It could be a friend. It could be a brother. It could be a sister. Whatever relationship that needs mending or healing in, unfortunately, it's not guaranteed that things are going to work out. Right. But the peace comes in that you gave it your all. Mm -hmm. And the more and more I live through life and the more and more I experience Heather, along with my wife and my family and the trials and the tribulations and the challenges that this world throws at you, the more and more success is being redefined in my life. Two, when you go to bed every day, do you feel at peace with the person you were today? Mm -hmm. And if you can go to sleep feeling at peace, How much money you have or don't have in a bank account, what you wear, what car you drive, none of that matters because the peace that God can give you and that you can gain from being a good human being is priceless. Right. And cannot be. (laughs) So I just want to encourage you today, whatever you're going through, success can be reached every day, no matter what you're going through right now, because success is being at peace with yourself and being at peace with God and the ones you love. Mm -hmm. Speaking about feeling at peace, something that's helped us feel at peace in regards to our girls and our home security is our Ring video doorbell. Yes. You can stay connected to your home from anywhere. So if there's a package delivery or a surprise visitor at the door, you'll get an alert and be able to see, hear, and speak to them right from your phone Ring app. I love it. With Ring, you can get peace of mind knowing that your loved ones are safe. For example,
0: this past week, our three-year-old daughter, Ariela figured out how to unlock and open our front door. Not cool. Edgar wasn't home, and I was in the kitchen getting a bottle ready for Lonnie. That's when I got an alert on my phone from the Ring app that there was movement at our front door and I saw it was Ariella.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: As a mom, you know that having extra eyes on your kids is a true blessing.
1: Yes, especially in a situation like that. You can also have that sense of peace. Get a special offer right now on the Ring Welcome Kit when you go to ring.com slash That's ring.com slash Sotelos. The welcome kit includes the Ring Video Doorbell 3, which is the one that we have, and also the Chime Pro.
0: It's all you need to start building custom security for your home today. Just go to ring.com slash Sotelos. That's ring.com
1: slash Sotelos. Heather, anything else you want to add from this journey to wrap up?
3: Just to tell you, I love you guys, and I have had such an amazing experience being on this podcast with you. I think Edgar, we've known each other for almost two years now. Yeah,
1: and you've been such a blessing in our life. Yes, and our listeners' life, Heather. So thank you.
0: Thank you for the emotional roller coaster we just went on
3: <laughs> right now. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> Edgar's idea. I just want you to know. He- I wanted to go on that roller coaster.
0: He kept teasing me all day <laughs> yesterday and I'm like, okay, what is it? But I am
3: super mm-hmm. happy for you and congratulations again. Thank you so much.
1: Heather, again, thank you so much. How can people connect with you via social media if they want to follow up with you or have any questions whatsoever?
3: The best place to find me is my Instagram. It's Heather underscore the underscore therapist.
1: And make sure you check her out on Sundays. Heather, tell us a little bit more what you do on Sundays.
3: I started a IGTV series called Sunday Clarity, and you get to submit anonymous questions that I will answer live every Sunday on my Instagram. So good.
1: There it is. Well, thank you, Heather. Have a great week in Pennsylvania. We
3: love you.
0: That's so exciting. I want to keep up with. What's your family's last name? Gibbs.
1: With the Gibbs keeping up with the gives there we go uh and if you want to continue connecting with us we would love to hang out with you on social media yes on hashtag los Hotelos or on our website losotelos.com thank you guys for all the comments and reviews that you guys sent to us for spreading the word on your instagram stories texting your friends about the podcast please support us and subscribe especially on apple podcast leave a review and rate it it helps us tremendously thanks to you we were able to get in apple's podcast latinx legacy podcast they were able to highlight our podcast and we're so grateful thank you that and that's awesome. all because of you so gracias remember to love serve and celebrate each other and yourself don't allow anyone or anything to steal your joy or your peace bendiciones Woo. you have the best day ever
0: thanks for listening to hanging
1: with
2: There's some first day over. There's some day over. day over. There's some